The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, Hour 2, Old School, Jay Foreman, Mark Einwiler, in for Rico. Uh, and again, once that again. That trust would be earned, DP. Hello! Hello. Because you know what? You know why you could – the consistency of effort after being, like, told no. Like, you know what? I trust that he's going to be back for you, and then finally we'll break. Right. Like, so the stuff that goes on on break. And again, Mark just <laughs> – I don't know what you're talking about. What happens in the break stays in stays the break. Stays in the break until we go pay-per-view with the uh, the additional value content. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the VIP content that we You know want. what I I did see during the break? Uh-huh. Was Jay Foreman salting his watermelon, and I really uh-huh. appreciate that about Jay Foreman. So that li- literally is the line between one side of my family and the other. There are the salters, and then there are the non-salters. And it is a battle. It is a constant battle for all of my 59 years. Whenever my family gets together, if watermelon is in play, there are two conversations. What is wrong with you, and why do you do that? Salt enhances flavor. Which I, I assume you're a non-salter. I am a non-salter. Yeah, yeah I figured. But but I also understand, like I've heard every argument for why <laughs> people salt watermelon. I just have never been. So, Jay... When did you discover that you needed to salt your your your, your watermelon? 
Oh, when I saw my my grandfather and grandma doing it, right? So that was just just the way it is. Then I, then it tastes good, so I don't know any different. <laughs> then I don't want to know any different. Well, because you 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 know you could like since you buy it unsalted, <laughs> you could find out. It just won't all. taste the same. This is longevity, man. It, I like it. So okay, then let's have the next conversation when it comes to this grits, sugar, butter. Huh? What do you do? Had them all. No preference. No preference. I like them even different uh, densities. I guess. I, mm-hmm. I, if, yeah. if it's you know a little thicker or like a little. I mean, I like it all. Brown sugar in there. I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm game. I love grits. Mark. I don't think I've ever had sweet grits. Now I'm not opposed to it. Like you know, I mean, Oof. for for me. Like I grew up with cream of wheat, not grits, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm eating cream of wheat, yeah, butter and sugar in there. Okay. Uh, I've had cheesy grits. Love some cheesy grits. Uh-huh. I just for the first time myself bought grits to make myself at home. So uh-huh. I haven't done it yet. Uh-huh. Looking forward to it. Okay, let me know. Report back. Yeah, I will. I on will. what you decide to do. Uh, flats or drumsticks? What do you? Oh, I like them both, but drumsticks. If I had to pick, Mark flats. But again, I'm not turning down a wing. Yeah, see, I, I'm the dude that I'll look for flat. Really, I I I was a drumstick guy, but later in life I seem to find more artistic value. Yeah, flats yeah, <laughs> flats have grown on me. Right, but yeah. That so you, I like both. Like the way you but eat I, a flat right now. But if I had to pick one, I'm still I'm still a drumstick. Okay, that, that's fair. But that's flats fair. is gaining momentum at a rapid pace. Tea, sweet tea. Sweet tea or unsweet? Uh, I'd say sweet tea, but I'm not. I'm you not lived a, in Charlotte. I, yeah, Houston. but I'm not. A, I'm you not, lived yeah, in Charlotte and Houston. Those are sweet but tea. But I need yeah, sweet tea. Uh, I got to throw some lemonade in there because I'm not. I'm so not, you'll do the mix. Yeah, you'll do the mix. Mix before just sweet tea. They make hmm. that now, and you they sell it in the stores, yeah. and it is on the grocery list. The, the the lemonade and the sweet tea together. What's your ratio? Straight up half and half, or more lemonade? More lemonade. I, I use the tea as the. It, dilute, second, it dilutes it, the it, lemonade. Yeah, the, gotcha. the secondary. Gotcha. Mark? Uh, unsweet tea. Unsweet. Well, you're now, you, you've got to look out now. So you, <laughs> yeah. you're, doing the, you're doing the Ferrell's 10 day. Regardless, regardless. regardless. Uh, uh, Uns, unsweet tea. Unsweet tea. And if I'm adding lemonade, it's basically like I would add lemon yeah. to tea. Like I'm only adding it to, to flavor the tea, not the other way around. I was, I was an unsweet guy until I moved to Charlotte. And then I did not know that culturally it is rude to take unsweetened tea. And I, I remember the first time uh, I, I, I was down there, Panthers post game, I asked for, for, for tea. You know, can I have iced tea? And she did a thing and she, she, she said, darling, uh, I'm going to tell you this one time. All we serve is mm-hmm. sweet tea. Yeah, and I went. Okay, that's a weird thing for a waitress to tell you. And she then she then she says, "There's a song that's the unofficial state song, and the song is by a band called Craven Melon." And I'm like, "Well, that couldn't be any more southern than anything <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard." And she says, "And the opening line is a waitress asking you, what do y'all have to drink?'" And the only appropriate answer is sweet tea, because on the eighth day. 
that's when God made sweet tea. And I just went, the, the, I was holding the top of my head because I had to consume so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then a, a, my producer buddy was like, oh, yeah. And he found the song and he played the song. And it's a song. And if you ever want, you're ever in Carolina and you want people to sing with you and agree with you, just play this play this song right. and watch how many ever Carolinians are in that space all in unison sing the sing song. Sing that song, yeah. And I went, wow. So I that's what got me over. Uh, who's We have somebody waiting. Do we dare? I, I think they probably dropped off. Okay. Yeah. I think they drop off. Yeah. Uh, from the text line, Tyler says this. He grew up in Nebraska. Uh, grandfather, grandpa is from Plano, Texas. I've been a sweet tea guy ever since. I, yep, that's you know the, the, the South thing. Uh, Crobate agrees with you. He says green tea or unsweetened. Um, Curtis says flats are more tender than drumsticks. Probably. You're not going to dry out a flat, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then Clintonia John says salt or sugar on sliced tomatoes? Salt for me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just eating a sliced tomato for what that's salt worth. Salt and pepper for me. But, yeah, if, if I were. My, uh, my, my wife's grandpa loves to tell the story of just carrying around a salt shaker in his, his front shirt pocket so he could go out to the garden, salt his tomato, t- and eat it like an just apple. Just eat it like yeah. an apple. That was my mother. Yeah. That was my mother. My mother would make tomato sandwiches, so she'd take the big yeah. slice, uh, mayo, salt, pepper, a uh, piece of lettuce. She was good to go. Uh, no, I was not that dude. I never I, – I was like, Ma, you – two fingers, Ma. <laughs> I appreciate you. So, all right, so let's get into uh, the topic that was trust, a matter of trust. And we talked about the quarterback room. Now let's talk about the receiver room. Is there anybody in the room that you trust, Jay Foreman, that you trust at a a Big Ten West champion level? I'd say uh, right now, um, Trey Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, just from what you know, you read, and I, in a, in just a, his, I guess, ability or the you know the way he's came in and kind of taken over the leadership role, you know, on and off the field, both by his actions, words, and then obviously energy at practice. Being, uh, you know, you hear that he's pretty, you know, pretty competitive. So I would say. Trey Palmer, uh, for sure, and then everybody else is kind of, you know, wait and see. You know, is you know being consistent. So I assume, you know, Trey was consistent from the day he, you know, maybe got into winter conditioning and all that stuff to, you know, right now. So uh, that's where you know where he's earned earned the trust. Tight end room. Uh, trust Vokalek for sure. Um, you know, you know he's you know going to be a steady hit, you know steady player. So you trust he's going to be there uh, for all the right reasons. Um, I think he's you know got a tremendous opportunity to flourish as an individual. You know, as as far as catches, more opportunity. Uh, but you trust you know, and that's built from last year. I mean, he was a highly accountable team player. Um, you know, the biggest thing is he's just got to stay healthy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The running back room. Oh, I don't know if there's one individual, but I do trust uh, that the coach is going to have them all ready to play. So wh- whoever ends up being, you know, the one and two, I trust whoever that's going to be. Um and you know, because it's too early, you know, whether it's a new version of Yant, which is you say he's it's it's got to be a new version of Yant because he has a new coach. So, just like, you know, you want a new coach to come in and start from scratch, a player that's already been here is starting from scratch. But Yant has done some things throughout spring to be either the starter or co-starter. You got Grant, and then uh, you got you got guys coming off back like you got Gabe Irvin, you know, you got Ramirez Johnson. So, um, you know, there's plenty of competition. So I. I wouldn't say right one player right now, um, but I would trust that the running back room will will, will perform uh, up to standard. If I ask, if I if I asked you to do, to to make a decision, is Ramir Johnson a starter, or is it anybody else? Uh, I mean, I can't really say. I haven't been down there, but Ramir was pretty consistent last year. I think he he surprised a lot of people. Um. I mean, I guess the better way to ask that question and answer would I be comfortable if, if they said he was a starter? I'd be like, yeah, because he, he, again, he's a guy that was a bright spot last year for the offense. You know, a guy that the beginning of the season was on the, I guess the, well, back and forth, but he really solidified himself on special teams, being you know the backup, you know, like a third or fourth running back. But then obviously opportunity, you know, came about. And then he took advantage of both, so um, I wouldn't be opposed to it, and wouldn't be surprised, you know, either. Let's go to the most important room in the program. O line, O line, O line. Um, a little bit along the same lines, just because I think they're, you know, you lose so much um, with Cam Jurgens because you, you, you know you're, you know, missing out on a, obviously now a high draft choice. But a guy that's been starting essentially the day you know he was able to play uh, health wise on campus, so it's a lot of reps and stuff like that. So that's like the centerpiece of your whole deal. But I think I do trust as a unit. Um, I think they'll play better and be more consistent. Now, wherever you know who those individual players are, you don't know because you got Turner out, Teddy out. Those are two guys that are going to be in the mix at whatever position um, 
to be starting, whether it's, you know, Teddy obviously back at tackle and then who knows what Turner could be guard or whatever. You know, you hear different stories. So you got to wait to health-wise so you can pin down on players. But as a unit, I think as a unit as a whole, and I mean past just the five guys that go out there starting, so even say five to eight and hopefully nine and ten as well, players, I think they'll be overall a better unit. I trust the coach uh, tremendously because of the standards that uh, he's made of. We'll get into the coaches. We'll get into the coaches. But with Cam Juergens, two years of having him be the eyes and ears for Adrian Martinez. Right. Right, he's the he's the the identifier. He looks at the first one there. He scouts the defense, yep. makes uh, line adjustment calls, and otherwise. How big a piece is that in That's whoever huge. plays the center position, whether it's Hickson or otherwise? Um, well, you're not gonna replace that level of end game of where Cam ended last year overnight. Mm-hmm. Which you need somebody to come in and play and be like a better unit in that triangle in the middle that means the center to two guard positions and he has to be on point as good or if there's a case to be better than cam from setting the strength of the defense calling out different uh checks and stuff for everybody to play in unison together so in that case you know that's you know it's a huge hole and void in the middle of your line but you know time goes on you got to be thankful Cam played. He has an opportunity to go play at the next level. So it's next man up. So whoever ends up being the starting center has to be on a mental side on the same level as Cam. From a physical and playmaking or, you know, player-wise, uh, I think he's going to have to draw in help from both guard positions. So I, and I, this is where the trust factor plays yeah. in because there's still so many questions. You can't sure. trust what you don't know. Yeah, and we don't know how they're going to line up. We don't know uh, what combinations are in play. So feeling comfortable with it, it's the same thing at the receiver position. I I I don't think we really you don't know, but you definitely do know more than if it was a different year because of who's leading those rooms. At least from my standpoint. Well, that's the next thing then for each of those groups, all the offensive groups, those coaches. What level of trust do you have as a whole? As a whole for offensive the, staff. For all the offensive assistant coaches. Yeah, I, uh, got, I got a lot of trust in those. Uh, all the, the one coaches. to ten, where would you put it? Eight? I haven't been around them enough, but sure, at eight. I mean, when, we haven't even talked about Sean Beckton, who's well, that, that's, that dude. That, so, well, that's, I mean, that's he brings room, your right? trust profile. I mean, that kind of gives, gives you the – the ease to 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 get on the radio and say I trust that uh, look Whipple with the is Whipple with his experience and the way he's coached the way he's known as a coach I trust that Mickey both as a recruiter coach and developer I trust that tenfold um, Donovan I trust that uh, that he's he's going to develop and get these guys to where it needs to be because I know him more as I, I know him more as a person than I do as a coach and as a coach he's pretty dang good. Um, and and then what's the running back coach's name? Um, I trust him as well. I, I'm terrible with his name. Applewhite. Uh, Applewhite. Um, it's probably because I, I didn't want to memorize the name Applewhite because quarterback, <laughs> quarterback at Texas, a little Opie, uh, you know, beat us at home. But uh, Coach Applewhite, the one thing I've um heard and saw just from him, just in a little interaction, is that. The calmness and the detailedness and his ability, I think he can um, 
ease the waters and, and calm the waters in that room, right? And and the lead and so I trust him to lead that. That's that's huge. Because everybody wants to be that guy until either they gotta be that guy or they gotta be the guy in their own role. And I think he's a, a I think from what I've heard in, in talking to him, I think once is just introducing myself and but looking at his background, he's able to manage a room very, very well. I think that's that's a good jump off point because we we I th- I believe as a, as a as a fan base there's a greater level of trust to this coaching group than last year's. I'm sure just because they've had does it, it feel it, that it, way? It, well, it's like, more tangible. It... It's more tangible. It's more tangible and recent success. Well, like when you have a receiver coach that has two of the top six receivers in the in the league that he just got done coaching and developing and they just went in a national championship. Okay, that's recent success with tangible um production that's tied directly to that coach with Mickey and Joseph. And today's today's type of success. Today's type of success. Like well how they, the college game is being right. excelled. Well they had the now. ultimate success where you have two first round picks, um, two players that are pro bowlers and they both were national champions and both were developed. They weren't the guys that, you know, that ESPN was doing 30-minute, you know, lead-up to to what hat they were going to pick out of underneath the garbage can and then right. have a video and, you know, right. do it somewhere else. Right. So that right there, then you got Coach Whipple that has a first-round quarterback that had that he developed and pushed, and that's recent, right? And Pittsburgh had their one of their best years in recent history. Um, then you got Applewhite coming from TCU, who's a, known as a recruiter, and you've seen his running backs churn out thousand yards down in there in the Big Twelve, and so, and then you get got Donovan that was coaching at the pro, so I think of course they would. Um, and then when you lose, you know, you obviously you just just the way it is. But you, like I said, you know, as much as I can talk about with confidence with these new coaches, I don't want to take any way with some of that left because I know they put in a lot of work, and now I do think that. You know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, the players could execute better, and if they did, then we probably might not be having this conversation. Well, it from the text line, and we'll close with this. What up, guys? Jay, I know you had relationships with the previous coaching staff on offense, but did you trust that they could get it done? Is there something you're seeing that improved your trust in the staff? Uh, well, like I said, development, um, the ability to manage, um, the, the relationships that uh, – I know all these coaches will have what their players and do um, the in the way that the, the energy level is the way that they're coaching uh, very, very detailed. Um, and then you got the track record that comes with it. So, uh, yeah, so that's three or four things that I see extremely clear right now. And the message, um, one of the things that rang, you know, perked my ears up is when, you know, you hear Nori and Banks when they talk about, with clarity if you're asking what your goals are and it's one two and three versus you know if you ask guys last year they really didn't know so when you hear coaches talking about we're going to simplify and let you play football then that gives me a lot more and this again i'm saying this and not you know banging the last coaches too hard because i felt like um you know obviously i'm a big and i'm a big into the players can play better because I've always been – I mean, I've been in the NFL, and you know when a call is coming in and it's not the right situation. It's your job to make it work. 
That is a point. <laughs> that is a point that is often missed. Um, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. We'll jump to the other side of the ball. And we'll talk defense, matters of trust, levels of trust. We'll do that when we come back to old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.